yeah, um, he's usually wrong and I'm usually right. But we both really agree on this one um, because, yeah, we both recently just watched uh, Everywhere, <laughs> Everything, Everywhere, Everywhere, All at Once, whatever. Um, it was an amazing <laughs> movie. <laughs> and I absolutely loved it um, from start to finish. And you had the pleasure of watching it twice. So you have a little bit better, you know, grasp of the whole movie because it was a lot to take in um, for sure. But um, yeah, whatever your initial thoughts and how did you, how much did you like it? I loved it. It might be recency bias, but I went ahead and put this in my top three movies on Letterboxd. Like, I just, it kind of felt like this movie was made for me. Hey, <laughs> it was so, so good. But it wasn't way, 90 minutes. <laughs> it, my issue isn't the length, it's that movies don't justify their length. Yeah, this movie does. And it had three I whole parts. <laughs> I can't think of a single thing you could cut from this movie. Right. Honestly, it everything just builds together, and its title is very accurate because they have every genre of filmmaking in this. They and it blends together perfectly. It's drama, comedy action that's what i was yeah i was trying to place what this is and even the sound design has horror elements and there's some really dark imagery so yeah it's it is everything Mm -hmm. and they just travel an infinite multiverse so it's everywhere and the editing just blends it all together at once it's an extraordinarily accurate and apt title the way they break down the movie, it's just, you start to think you have a handle on what they're going to do, and then they just keep getting wilder and crazier. And just the overall message, like, I don't know if a movie has hit me with a subliminal message as much as, like, since Soul, because, like, just, like, the everything um, bagel was hilarious, like, just, like, (laughs) her daughter like going off into basically just life and just the message behind that and just her not being ready for that as a mother and it just had so much deep meaning just besides what was really going on and it it was just yeah it was really good what I liked is is though it was very metaphorical and all that stuff and you know how I am with those type of movies but it was easy to follow and it was it's so good and it's just like this is what I'm talking about. Like, why do they have to make so many movies like so convoluted, but so hard to follow at the same time? Like that doesn't, I I understand what they're doing. Like, that's the point. It's hard to follow, but it's just like, as a viewer, it's just not that pleasant of an experience. And this did it flawlessly because it just hits you as soon as you are watching the movie. And it's just like, wow. Yeah, two things that you commented on that I think are very accurate is despite all the craziness, it is very easy to follow. And yeah, I'm probably going to watch every film they ever make. The way that they are able to represent these very emotionally complex ideas in a cinematic way that they just, they don't 
explicitly say that she is a woman stuck between two generations, fighting for the affections of her father that disapproves of her lifestyle while trying to not be that and be open to her daughter's lifestyle, but not being able to fully accept either because of the generational gap between the two and how she's just stuck in the middle and crippled by incision. It's, it's not explicitly said. They don't take your hand and walk you through and explain that through an exposition. Don't. It's just shown throughout the movie with what she deals with. But again, you're never lost. And I also love the feeling of like, she really felt like she could be anything. But she really chose this life. And that's what's important. And the... I don't know. It's just like, that's kind of what I felt was important in soul too. It's just like, you really just have to appreciate what you have in your family and your everyday mundane life. And it's not always about the superstar celebrity lifestyle or, you know, mastering Kung Fu or blah, 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 blah. Sometimes it's just having a normal life. And that's, yeah, what's in fact, it's just like you said, she had the option to jump into any of those lies and said chose the one that most um, comp- like most accurately reflected what she already had. She just chose a slightly alternate version of her current life because yeah. that's where she wanted to be, was in her own shoes, not in these alternate possibilities. <laughs> Did you think for a second when the first at the end popped up, well, you're like, oh shit, is it really over? <laughs> no you... i i knew it was two and a half hours long so when that happened i was just like oh that's funny like <laughs> i can't wait to show this to someone who knows nothing about it oh <laughs> uh, for a brief second i was like oh shit like i was satisfied with that ending but i was like i feel whoa, like there's whoa. more you were satisfied <laughs> with that mister i hate it when you just go through a story and kill the protagonist <laughs> I, I no 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 let me rephrase what I don't like I don't like it when they get shot in the head and, and it's just over right after that she got shot in the head and credits rolled <laughs> what the fuck are you saying um it was a little bit better than that <laughs> I don't know <laughs> it was the season from that everything bagel right <laughs> right the music was better her daughter was more involved and yeah, the comedy in this, like, I was laughing throughout, I feel like, but it, oh, it yeah. was a horror. It's the, it's just like, yeah, you're right. Like, I was having a hard time placing what genre this is. So, and yeah, I'm excited to look uh, or watch some of the other films that the director made. Um, I was um, going through them, but I haven't seen really any of them. Yeah, the only one that I know of they made before, as far as pulling features, is Swiss Army Man. Yeah. And I just kind of, that movie just seemed too weird and I was never really interested. But after seeing this, I'm definitely going to go back and watch it. This movie, I'm so happy. Um, I didn't look up any reviews or anything. I saw the trailer and I was just like, this looks really good. I'm going to go check mm-hmm. it out. And I was so happy when I got on Letterboxd and saw it has a 4.6. And it's just almost all five-star reviews. Yeah. And 
I had to scroll for a hot minute to find a low review. The one I found, it just seemed like the dude was complaining about his own personal baggage. Because he was comparing this movie a lot to um, Turning Red and negative representation of Asian stereotypes. But I'm white, you're um, half white, half black, and we both related to this movie. I I feel like this kind of transcends just Asians, you know? Right. And not for nothing, but even if it's not the dominant way, or even if it's not the most common portrayal, it is a common portrayal of Asians to have this kind of conservative background. Every Asian person that I've ever met has had parents that were like this, including my fiance, you know? So it's very common. I'm happy that not everyone deals with that, that they can live their lives. But to sit there and get mad and be like, oh, this leans into negative stereotypes. Well, it just leans into an accurate stereotype. And letting people who've gone through this, who feel like they're not accepted by their parents, understand that, you know, that's a common thing, that you're not alone. I feel like it's a net positive. Well, it's always just about how you use it. And yeah. if you use it respectfully. And it's just a cinema tool for sure. And I feel like they do this respectfully. They're not leaning into it for a joke. They're not trying to get some kind of cheap laugh out of this. I mean, right. there are moments where it is funny, um, but it's more so, I don't know. It just feels like they just put so much respect into the project and what they were doing that it just doesn't feel like that was the intention, which I'm sure it wasn't. And I don't think yeah. that the people involved, especially the, the actors, um, would participate if that was the case. So, right. Yeah. In fact, the um, co-star of this movie, he actually retired from acting for about 20 years. He was the um, kid from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and Goonies. So... I wondered where he'd been, and I looked it up. He just kind of retired, and he said the reason he retired is he was frustrated with the lack of opportunity for Asian Americans in Hollywood movies, and this movie brought him out of retirement, you know? Probably the best acting I've ever seen Michelle do. Like, Mm -hmm. I've been watching her since I was a kid. Her in Super Cop with Jackie Chan was, like, one of my first celebrity crushes she was so hot in that movie and (laughs) could kick ass alongside jackie chan so i've been a long time fan of her but she's always leaned into her martial arts and that side of herself she's had very few serious acting roles and i feel like this was her best yeah yeah i'm looking at her most of her movies do involve some kind of action even her animated kung fu panda that's pretty funny yeah but but stephanie sue i think how you say her name i had never seen her in anything except shang chi and she had two speaking lines in that movie so i was blown away with her you know yeah yeah she killed everyone in everyone in this movie killed it even 
even Ki Hu Kwan, like, he did a Jackie Chan inspired fight scene and it actually went fairly well. There were a few things that didn't quite land, but it didn't matter because the fight was so fun and inventive and stylish that I just, I saw like a kick not connect both times that I watched the movie. And I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> the man's like in his mid fifties, and he's not Jackie Chan. <laughs> Anyone who can imitate Jackie Chan and me not be mad, they're killing it. Amazing, like it's it's so good, and I love, uh, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis's performance. She was hilarious. She was, um, and wow. one of the funniest scenes in the movie for me. I just I loved the idea behind this. So. For people who haven't seen the movie yet, to enter into another multiverse, you have to do something completely improbable, like pick a piece of chewed gum off the bottom of the table and start chewing it. Doing something that spontaneous will allow you to hop to another universe. So there is a fight scene where two security guards are trying their best to talk- <laughs> ass first onto a trophy <laughs> and watching two grown men fight to be impaled by a trophy it was just hilarious <laughs> and, and i don't know if you knew this but um the one with the weird bowl cut his name's andy lee he was the uh ninja from shang chi oh Okay, he's yeah, also it's... in Paper Tigers. He's really talented martial artist. I hope he starts doing more stuff. I imagine he's not a very good actor, which is the case with a lot of martial artists. So it kind of limits their roles and their potential. But I'm glad to see that he's been in three movies that I really enjoyed within the past four years. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, and that's so funny on um letterbox if you i don't know if you notice on the above the log they have like a little eyeball <laughs> oh yeah i i love when i got out of the theater and went to rate it and saw that i was just smiling ear to ear i thought it was so cool <laughs> oh boy i can't wait to get this on blu-ray i hope they uh make it available soon because oh yeah i'm definitely buying this on 4k yeah. And probably going to see it a third time if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah, because there's just... A, I'm sure you'll catch something that you missed the first two times. Oh, um, yeah. Definitely. Was your theater... Like, my theater was, was not that packed. I did, of course, go like on a Monday night. So, of course, it, you know, wasn't expecting it to be that busy. But there are a lot of show times for this movie around. It is a pretty limited release. Um, what were your theater experiences like? Um, both times I went and saw the earliest showtime. It was yesterday or Monday and Tuesday. And yeah, probably me and maybe 15 other people in the theater. So not completely empty, but not a lot of people. But this was the first week that it expanded to new theaters and it's supposed to be expanding again soon. So I feel like they really are just trying to drum up you know, positive word of mouth. And I'm certainly going to be going to work tomorrow and telling everyone that this is the greatest film made in the past three decades and they need to get off their ass and go to theaters. <laughs> so do you like it better than Shang-Chi? 
Yes, honestly. Wow. I, I never thought those words would come out of your mouth. Well, Shang-Chi is just, it's my favorite Marvel movie, but it didn't make it into, like, my top on Letterboxd. It was just a badass superhero martial arts movie. This is just, you can't even pin it down. It's like we keep saying, what, what do you even call this? It, is it a family genre or drama? Is it a comedy? Is it an action movie? Is it sci-fi? It's one of those movies that just defies being put in a box. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, can't wait to watch it again. I'm definitely going to watch it a couple times just because it's it's one of those movies that calls for it. And I think I'm going to thoroughly enjoy it every single time. So I, I got to tell you, every emotion I felt the first time I saw it, felt it the second time too. It, nothing was lost in the repeat viewing for me. Dang, this is a pretty big deal for you. So, yeah, I can't think of really another movie to really even compare this to that even like kind of accomplishes what this movie has accomplished in one movie. Like, can you? No, the scope of this movie is insane. And just the humor, the creativity the conceit of if you can imagine it, it exists. And the way they play with that, they don't go as out there as something like Rick and Morty, but of course they don't. It's a movie versus a TV show. You know? And everything that they do come up with, like, there's a scene where they go to a universe where everyone has hot dogs for fingers. And (laughs) They stop and show the point in evolution where this species rose to dominance. And you're just sitting there laughing your ass off. <laughs> and you think, okay, that was a one-time visual gag, never going to come up again. But no, everything they introduce, they pay off. They deal with it again. You get to revisit it. And I'm just like, how do you, A, imagine the stuff, and then B, execute it so flawlessly and but to be so vast yet to be so simple at the same time where it's like i said before just about her daughter going off (laughs) into life (laughs) like uh it's so great yeah and i can't wait to watch it again so yeah any final thoughts on the movie or anything like that i mean i know you're gonna watch it a couple more times hopefully the next time we do the podcast if you catch anything else we'll definitely revisit it i know i'm probably gonna want to talk about more things in the future but yeah any final thoughts um if you're hearing this and you haven't seen everything everywhere all at once stop what you're doing and watch it call out of work and watch it Neglect your child and watch it. I don't care what you're doing. Watch it. 